We're not quite there yet. It's always a strange thing when the calendar falls this way, and here we are on Sunday morning, it's the fourth Sunday of Advent, and in a few hours when the sun goes down, we switch to Christmas Eve. But I'd invite you this morning to stay in that place of waiting and anticipation for just a few more hours. We're going to do something a little bit different in our liturgy this morning. The first part of the service, the Liturgy of the Word, is modeled after the King's College, Cambridge King's College, Lessons and Carols. So we're going to read the readings for the fourth Sunday of Advent, respond with songs, and then we will celebrate the Holy Eucharist. What I'd like to do is give you the homily now that hopefully helps us as we listen to those readings. So in the first reading this morning, King David has finally come into his kingdom. It's well established. All the wars have settled down. He's chilling in his palace, and he has this grand idea. I'm going to build God a house. I'm going to build a temple for the Ark of the Covenant. It's a well-intentioned plan. Shockingly, though, God rebuffs that plan. It reminds us that whatever we do, no matter how well-intentioned and how great we might think that it is, we really can't do anything for God. We cannot add anything to Him. And perhaps sometimes we try to do such things for God because we think, if I do this really great thing for God, then sort of He kind of owes me at least a little bit. It gives me some sense of control that I'm on some kind of a footing with God. We also like our places for God. We can box Him in. We can confine Him to certain places. See, I don't want God to be all over the place. I don't want Him to be in every part of my life. In case you didn't know, our Lord is absolutely sovereign. He's limitless, omnipresent, and He's completely independent of you and me. We don't add to Him. He is the one who adds and then gives to us. And so He turns the tables on King David and He plays on the word house. You will not build me a house, David. I'm going to build you a house. The house of David a dynastic lineage that is going to last forever. And as you listen to this reading, notice that God 11 times says what he has done or what he will do for David and for his people. It is not what we do for him. It is always what he does for us. And yet, God, from his own initiative, does sometimes purposefully, more fully, occupy some places and fill them with his presence for us. He would later charge King David's son Solomon to build that temple, and he promised to dwell there among his people. And yet when Solomon dedicated that temple, he very rightly prayed, will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Our last reading is the Annunciation, nine months before tonight. 
When Gabriel proposes to Mary that she will give birth to God's Son, God who is infinitely everywhere and limitless, chooses to house himself in one who is of David's house, in her virginal womb. The God that the highest heavens cannot contain makes this poor, humble maiden into his temple. The most sacred place on earth is in a mother's womb. Here he receives flesh and blood from her, but it's flesh and blood that he first gave her when he created her. Flesh and blood that he would later sacrifice for us on Calvary. Flesh and blood that he chooses to give to you and to me this morning in this supper. Which makes you into his temple. Into his house. Which means there are no limits to what he can do in you. We sometimes find ourselves saying, it'll never change. It is what it is. Just accept it. We call that being realistic. It's really cynicism, which is really unbelief. Stop telling him what can't happen. Stop telling him what will never happen. Stop giving him your excuses. Stop giving him a limited place in your life. Give him the whole place. Let him claim every part of you. God is not limited. Nothing is impossible with our Lord. Like Mary, give him your yes. Give him your yes and let him occupy every part of you so that as our middle reading then says, to him who can strengthen you, to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's take a moment this morning to quiet our hearts and prepare ourselves to listen to that word and receive this Holy Supper and to become his temple. When you hear the music begin, please stand and face the entrance.